Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Last week I told you that no matter how the election went, it's on after it's over. I actually literally recorded a podcast called It's On last week. What's on specifically? A bid to get the world and the country under near totalitarian control by the 2024 election. This isn't a move of strength by the globalist. It's a move of desperation. They've got to move now. Because God knows what will happen in the 24 election. They could be spun out again like Trump when they were so close to total control. And just as I predicted, bam, there it was. But it was no less of a gut punch for me. I literally sucked in my breath. <gasps> because there it was, out in the open. The full horror of the scope of their ambition. In this headline in the UK Daily Mail over the weekend, George W. Bush and Barack Obama will hold back-to-back disinformation conferences following Trump's big announcement on Tuesday. The one everybody thinks he's going to announce he's running for president. Pretty sure he will. Organizers say it wasn't planned. Well, what are they going to do? They're both going to call for mass censorship of half of Americans. The half George Bush used to pretend to represent, but never actually did. This move is the first volley in the great silencing. And oh, the irony. You telling me the guy who told us Saddam had weapons of mass destruction when it turns out his administration knew otherwise? Colin Powell felt very bad about that for many years after confessing publicly to it. That guy, the guy who got 100,000 Iraqis killed, thousands of Americans killed in Iraq, thousands injured in Iraq, that guy is going to give us on di- a lecture on disinformation? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the lie, PolitiFact lie of the year, or should we say liar of the year, Barack Obama, if you like your health insurance plan, you can keep it. Those guys are going to have Two back-to-back conferences in the two days after Donald Trump announces to demand censorship of Trump and anyone like him on account of disinformation? Uh Uh-huh. And I love this because now everybody's out in the open, including Bush. I'll tell you the significance of that in a minute, and it's huge. But there's so much going on here. The two men swear they didn't coordinate this. (laughs) Yeah, right. Bush's spokespeople from his think tank Say the focus will be on, quote, the rising threats 
from authoritarianism and disinformation and how we have to combat disinformation like the kind he slung throughout his administration to trick America into war. Obama's conference will be the day after. The media is going to love this. And it's quite a spectacle. George W. Bush, former president, calling for the silence because this is what he's doing of half of America, his party, the people who voted for him. Now we know where this is coming from. Folks, this is almost freakishly, laughably Orwellian. David J. Kramer told the UK Daily Mail, he's from the Bush Institute, quote, we're very mindful of what's happening in the United States and we have to make sure we stay on a democratic path. This is a republic, you moron. But it's especially chilling when you think about what he's actually saying. What would a democratic path for speech be? Well, democracy is 50 plus one. You got 50 plus one votes to kill the other 49% and they die. You got 50 plus one to take all the property of the other 49% and they don't have property anymore. You've got 50 plus one to strip them naked and they're naked. That's how democracy works. So how does it work with speech? If there's more Democrat voters than Republican voters, guess what? You don't have free speech. That's what a democratic path for speech looks like. And that's exactly what Bush is proposing. Folks, this is no less than the Uniparty coming out like roaches from the dark into the light. Now, let me explain the complicated game that's going on now. Let's start with Trump and his announcement and their timing. I'll tell you what they're doing. Last week, we learned that the GOP leadership expects Trump to be indicted by the FBI and the Department of Injustice within 60 to 90 days. So Trump is in a big hurry. Though members of our party, including some of his own former staffers, like Kayleigh McEnany, have begged him not to announce before the Herschel Walker Senate race on the 6th in Georgia. Trump's plowing forward anyway. Why? Because he's got to announce before that indictment hits so that he can paint correctly, of course, the Democrats as being the thugs who are indicting him simply because he's running for office. If they beat Trump to it and indict him first, it's going to affect his ability to even run for office. He's got to do it first, even if it hurts Herschel Walker, which it will, because it'll motivate suburban female voters to come out and vote against Herschel Walker and probably suppress some of the vote. I mean, keep in mind, Herschel Walker was the only Republican in Georgia running statewide to get less than 50%. The others cleaned his clock. This is bad for Herschel Walker, but it's good for Trump. It's a key part of his defense strategy. It's literally necessary to keep, one, himself out of prison, give him the best possible public argument. And yes, I agree with how bad it makes the Democrats look. It's an impossible situation. For Bush, who's been in a Vulcan death match with Trump since he showed up on the scene, the two of them have fought brutally and viciously over the fundraising arm of the party. And while the Bush name is total mud, the Bush dynasty politically is absolutely dead. George P. Bush tried to run statewide in Texas for attorney general, and he got his clock cleaned recently about a year ago, by Ken Paxton. The Bush name is so toxic, they can't even win in Texas with a whole war chest full of money. And even though P. Bush pretended to be a Trump fan, he was lying, obviously. But the Bush cabal is still an incredibly powerful force in GOP politics because its pockets are so deep, its cabal of donors so frustrated. 
For Bush and for Obama, this is a move designed to put heat on Elon Musk and make sure that Trump remains canceled. And it will be very hard for him to run as a canceled individual. This is a warning to Musk and anyone else who might allow Trump to have a voice on social media. We're coming for you like the hounds of hell, the Bush side and the Obama side. We're going to silence MAGA. Effectively, 75% of the GOP to do it if we have to. What you're looking at is a two-party united demand for the censorship of what? At least 70% of Republicans? That's the percentage who NBC News last week reported believe Biden is not the president, that the 2020 election was stolen. The Bush people believe that if they can knock out MAGA, if they can knock out Trump and wipe out his fundraising base, they can take the reins of the Republican Party back, which they've controlled since Reagan left office. Now, here's the crazy question this answers for us, because you'll remember on previous podcasts what I do every morning. The first thing I do when I come in before I do my show, I Google Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy the two leaders of the GOP, to see what they've said overnight. The answer, shockingly, is always the same. No matter how many different times and ways, different parts of the story breaks, the FBI is censoring us, the Department of Homeland Security is censoring us, they're taking down our posts, they have backdoors into social media to take those posts down. They are coming like the hounds of hell for Republicans. Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell never say a damn thing. And... What that says to the Democrats is, onward ho. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Keep going. We're cool with it. Would you please shut up our idiot base? We don't even like these people. Well, what do we learn this weekend from Bush, like a cockroach, coming out into the light? McConnell and McCarthy were recruited during the Bush era. They came up in politics in it loaded with Bush money. The same, they share the same donor networks. McConnell, who is a deeply unphotogenic, intelligent person, wields his power not out of any popularity, but because of his victory fund. It's chock full of Bush money. It's how the Bushes dole their money out, like drug dealers on a corner. Ditto for McCarthy. So what Bush coming out into the light shows you is the reason, finally, we've got it, that McCarthy and McConnell have remained utterly silent. Let me tell you, the other people who Google their names every morning to see what they've said and what they've condemned, Democrat Party officials, they like to know what they can get away with for that day. Their silence has absolutely, utterly guaranteed that we will be utterly silenced. And now we know where it's coming from. This isn't just the agenda of McCarthy or McConnell, who are both hoping to stay out of trouble with the deep state and stay in office. No, no, no. This is nothing less than the agenda of the funding machine for half the Republican Party. This means the Bush donors have bought into the idea that it's time to silence the very voters they court with their money. It's astonishing. But it tells you exactly why McCarthy and McConnell have been so silent. This 
is the direction the Bush machine is going and the direction the donors are going. The donors that provide over half the money for people to run. Does it all make sense now? People to run in the Republican Party. Does it all make sense now? This is also, at the same time, a declaration of war on Elon Musk. A clear message. Don't you dare let Trump or his supporters have free speech. We are united as a political force against MAGA. This would be all of the Democrat Party and a substantial part of the Republican Party's funding base. If you think about it from Musk's point of view, that'd be pretty terrifying. It means Democrats and Republicans are united in gunning for you. Everybody but MAGA is united in gunning for you. But all you have to do is silence MAGA. We'll leave you alone. But there's good news. Really good news. Maybe. Because there's something that could potentially happen here that would actually make losing control of the Senate completely worth it. Mitch McConnell is in his last Senate term. He's got four years left. The country won't last that long under him. People ask me every day, how do we fight the Democrats? And my answer is always the same. We can't. We don't. We won't. Not till we beat our own leaders will we be allowed to go after the Democrats. This is why, at the very moment, Bush is demanding the censorship of the MAGA wing of the Republican Party, 70% of it. You've got Mitch McConnell going, oh, we got to look, we got to hurry up and uh, hold leadership uh, election. Yeah, we can't even wait uh, past December 6th. Too bad. In other words, he's doing the same thing everybody's beating Trump up for. Oh, he's selfish. He should wait until the Herschel Walker race. And he really should because it's going to hurt Herschel. But it hurts Herschel also to have Mitch McConnell reelected because then people see, look, I'm not going to the polls in Georgia. What the hell's the difference? Nothing's going to change. So McConnell is doing the same thing they're accusing Trump of, ironically. But the beauty of it is that we now have big names. Marco Rubio, who used to be one of them. He was from the beating heart of the Jeb Bush part of the, the party. Marco Rubio, shockingly, Lindsey Graham is saying, no, 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 no elections now. Let's see if we lose the Walker seat. Maybe McConnell shouldn't be the majority leader. You have uh, Josh Hawley saying the same thing. This is like a miracle, folks. If we could, and oh, and Rick Scott too, who used to be a McConnell sidekick. If we could dislodge McConnell, the Senate losing it, worth it. And right now, Fox News reported, as I'm recording this podcast, so hopefully it stays the same for those of you listening over the next few days, reporting Kevin Douchebag McCarthy over in the House doesn't have the votes, all of them anyway, to become Speaker. He's being challenged by Andy Biggs. If we could double wipe them out, we could strike a death blow to the Bush part of the party and finally be free of them. Folks, you got to understand who the Bushes were. Once Reagan took office, they cleared out the conservatives out of the party, pushed them straight out. Remember who Daddy Bush was, not George W., but Bush won. Everybody forgets this. He was head of the CIA. Understand the Bush, you don't ever stop being head of the CIA. The Bush grip on the Republican Party was essentially the CIA running it. When you look at the Bush's world philosophy, somebody who's not super politically savvy, would say, oh, that's Democrat. They want to end the borders, erase America's sovereignty, subvert America to world government rule by their own admission. He's a Democrat, but they're not. They're globalists. What major agency shares that philosophy and operates under it? 
the CIA. The party was co-opted by the CIA via Daddy Bush. Think about the implications of that. That means the intel agencies that are now struggling to censor us on social media to get back the control that they had. Back when they could trot out Colin Powell or George W. or God forbid Cheney to tell us what to do. And we go along. They've lost that. They're trying to make up for it by doing two things. Trotting W out to advocate for censorship while our intel agencies through the back door uh, censor us on social media. It's a very poor and quite frankly weak and desperate substitute for the power they had when we just believed them. They still can't see that you can't put this genie back in the bottle. It's the gift Trump gave us. And by sacking Trump, throwing him in prison, and censoring 70% of America, they think they can go back. They can't because we can't unsee what we've seen. Some call it the red pill. You swallowed it and nothing will ever be the same again. So this week, it's on. Trump will announce in a bid to stay out of prison long enough to become the president maybe run for office. And W and Obama will be right there to try to subvert the Republican Party back under intelligence agency control. Some kind of damn control. Censorship. Anything. As I said, it's on. And if it were a movie, it'd be one hell of a political thriller. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.